letter to Daddy. His address is heaven above. I've written a letter to Daddy saying I love you. We've written a letter to Murphy. Hi, welcome to Dear Ryan Murphy. A short-form TV recap podcast. And beyond. Each week we dissect Ryan Murphy like two pubescent 7th graders and a frog. This week we're talking about the newest episode of American Horror Story Cult. The most disgusting one yet. And I think we should just get the episode started because we wasted an awful lot of time on that opening sketch. Which was completely improvised and not scripted at all. Why do you, you keep... Making that joke, but it, it was made up on the they, spot. How do they do that? Is what everybody is saying about they, us. They know it's it's a, like magic, and a magician scripted. never reveals his tricks. Goodness. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, and we will begin now. You're such a control freak. This week, American Horror Story Cult, Episode 5. Holes! Alternate titles. Hall's Hole That Ends Hall. Taming of the Hole. The Two Holes of Verona. Hamlet with holes. But first, a one-take speed recap of the whole episode. Take a deep breath and remember to use the lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. WBNR, breaking news. Professional reporter Adina Porter coming at you with a quick recap of every subplot from this season. Meadows' disappearance. Chemical trucks in the streets. Trump-loving Evan Peters' city council race. Is there a serial killer on the loose? No, there isn't, says handsome candy man Dermot Mulroney. He yells at professional reporter Adina Porter for scaring the shit out of their viewers, drops the term fake news, and threatens to fire her. Jump cut to Evan Peters' clown cult having a meeting to discuss the city council race, where Carrie Fisher's daughter Billy Lore tells the team that the polling she's been doing shows Evan Peters in last place. Maybe murdering candy man Dermot Mulroney will help scare the public into voting for him? Thank God they've assembled such a creative campaign team. Let's see, we've got Silver Fox Detective. Gay husband Billy Eichner. Bigoted Chaz Bono. Professional reporter Adina Porter. Attractive new character. Hmm, any stragglers? Oh, just one. Endlessly supportive lesbian wife Ivy. She's in the cult. Twist number one. Jump to progressive lesbian Sarah Paulson sobbing about her broken marriage and whole-centric night terrors to obnoxiously chiseled therapist Cheyenne Jackson. We find out that lesbian wife Ivy has left Sarah Paulson for realsies. She's canceled their joint credit cards, moved into a hotel, and set up supervised visitations between Sarah Paulson and their precocious nerd child Oz. Who is slowly losing patience for his mother's awkward jokes. Jump to lesbian wife Ivy driving around town with Carrie Fisher's daughter Billy Lord. Billy Lord warns her that all this cult stuff is about to get, quote, really real. Because you know, everything so far has been really mild. Later, the clown cult meets up at handsome Candyman Dermot Moroni's house, ready to slice and dice. Turns out Candyman Moroni has an excruciatingly violent extracurricular activity in his attic, but that doesn't stop professional reporter Adina Porter from ritualistically axing him right in the skull. Ava Satanis, motherfucker. Commercial! Back from commercial, Trump-loving Evan Peters and professional reporter Adina Porter meet at lesbian wife Ivy's failing restaurant to discuss campaign employee evaluations. Uh, they're going to murder the new guy. In their defense, he really sucks at being a cult clown. Meanwhile, progressive lesbian Sarah Paulson has been left to her own pathologically anxious devices. Alone in her big lesbian house, she starts rear-windowing her neighbors and spies with her little eye gay husband Billy Eichner making out with Silver Fox Detective. She runs across the street to do some sleuthing, only to 
discover fag hag Meadow tied up in a shallow grave inside the garage. She runs home and calls no longer supportive lesbian wife Ivy, who's all like, girl, I can't. Pulls again? Suddenly, fag hag wife Meadow bangs on the window, begging for help, shouting season spoilers. It's all a cult! My husband's in it! Your wife's in it! Back at the campaign office, it's time for a quick campaign meeting in which we find out their plan worked. I just did a new straw poll. Kai's ahead of all the other candidates. We made the biggest jump in the shortest time ever in the history of the polls. This is fiction. Sure, the election's going well, but Trump-loving Evan Peters thinks it's time for a little team-building exercise. Jump to the whole game, firing a nail gun into the new guy's skull, one by one, until Evan Peters finishes them off. This just became Saw 7. Jump to professional reporter Adina Porter and Trump-loving Evan Peters doing the pinky swear fear oath. Evan Peters asks her about her fears, but Adina Porter's not here for that shit. She wants to know the man behind the mask, the boy behind the man. And what a sad, sad boy it is. Flashback to 2014, and we find out that Evan Peters' dad is an abusive, handicapped son of a bitch. I told you a million times, spicy food gives me reflux. I used mild salsa. His poor mother pulls a murder-suicide, and that's when Trump-loving Evan Peters' brother shows up to cover the tracks, which leads to twist number two. Obnoxiously chiseled therapist Cheyenne Jackson is the older brother to Evan Peters and Carrie Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord. Back to the present, Evan Peters finally breaks down sobbing to professional reporter Adina Porter, admitting, admitting that, that his, his dead, dead parents, parents are locked away upstairs. End of episode. Nice work, boy. And now for everyone's favorite part, two assholes talking about the episode. Try to keep the self-deprecation to a minimum, you miserable sons of bitches. This was quite the episode. Good episode. Good episode. Yeah, I think we finally agree. Yes. That we both liked this episode. Yes. Good. Yeah, because it was actually, there was some really great stuff going on. And we got to find, like, the clown cult is revealed. You know, we... The clown cult is revealed. Yeah, we get to see them all for who they are. So now it's... Literally, that it's all the characters of the show so far are in the clown cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's made its, like, reveal and its twist... And usually with American Horror Story, that's there'll probably be another twist, you know, like well, now, it's actually all a video game. So we had <laughs> <laughs> we had two big twists this episode, and um, oh yeah, you want to drink that coffee right in the mic? <laughs> we had two big twists this episode. We find out that endlessly supportive lesbian wife Ivy is in the cult, which we kind of maybe could have guessed after last episode yeah. when she and Meadow, or uh, when she and Winter, um, yeah. You know, kidnapped a grocer together. But also, okay, so never mind. She's still, though, like a progressive, like her reasons for joining the cult, as we come she's to find really out, pissed off. are that she's so pissed off as a progressive yeah. that she wants extremist well, action. Well, and what did she say? She says, extremists are the only people who get things done in this country. Things are about to get really real. This isn't knitting a pink pussy hat and marching with a clever sign. This is radical action. (sighs) Radicals are the only people who have ever gotten anything done. I'm ready. I hate this country, what it's become. I hate my fucking wife for letting it happen. The only thing I love right now is my son, and I will do whatever it takes to make the world a better place for him, even if it means burning it all down. Good. Then you'll do great. We're here. Make a right there. So, right. great scene, but yeah. also, what? She They convinced her to join the cult because Hillary lost, so now she supports blue-haired Trump-loving Evan Peters? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 
extremist. You know, she, she's taking extreme actions, but, but what is why there... join a cult? Bear in mind, know? I did like the episode. I don't mean to come for it immediately, but what no. is their plan? I know, I know. Well, their plan is, it's, it's, Evan Peters is the cult of personality that I think the show is, you know, trying. It's about him and his uh, quest for power, and we also find out a little bit of his, uh, his past uh, but at the I end guess of the I, episode today. Okay, so remember last episode when I was like, wait, they're all at the same polling station. Wait, they all yeah. live in the same voting district? Yeah, That's yeah. such small... And apparently, those are the stakes of this season. I thought for sure this was like, the whole city is being... Over- but no, it's just... Yeah, it's just the city council race. Yeah, and it's just one little neighborhood, you know? So it's very compact. I'm still not convinced that that, that the stakes of everything so far makes sense if it's just a city council race. Does that make sense? Well, that's, I think, uh, that lends to, you know, the, the fact that it is just ridiculous. You know, it is, yes, it's just a city council race, but it's this guy who wants the, the, this position very badly. But I mean, they're literally, mur- like, he so wants we, the we crowd. find out that not only is Ivy a part of the cult, she's a part of the murders that the cult, like, oh, whatever. I need to shut up about it not making sense. Yeah, because it's aware of its ridiculousness. It's American Horror Story. Name a horror movie that makes sense. Um, a lot. Not really. Just Rosemary's not, Baby. Don't actually do it. The don't Exorcist, actually do it. I just, you get the point sense. I'm trying to make. The you know? Shining, I think, makes sense. I love the genre. Fair amount of sense. You get the point I'm trying to make, though. I, I just think that this genre this season is torture porn, and I'm having a real hard time with that. You know, though, porn has gotten very advanced. Porn has oh, I agree character development, plot, costumes. Oh, There's a yeah. dramaturge turg unvo- involved <laughs> on board, stage managers. It's becoming a thing. I agree, but torture porn is still, you know, bullshit. To each his own. So... The other twist this episode is the other one that we already saw com- coming, which is that uh, chiseled therapist Cheyenne Jackson. Oh, yeah, they is... made it this big reveal. Oh, the violins were playing, and there he is. <laughs> you know, so melodramatic. It's like, we know. We know. But, okay, so I do think part of why this episode worked is that it actually was written like a drama that spent time on its characters and like it almost had it was its own little work of art you know how like every episode of Mad Men is its own movie you know it's like it's its own like this I thematically it's like it was called holes and you saw holes throughout the entire episode yeah Leslie Grossman was in a grave yeah Holes in the guy's mm-hmm. head with all the those, nails. Yep, all those plot holes. Holes, holes, holes everywhere. <laughs> there were. So. I know. Well, and I think that it, it mostly worked. The past, I think what's not been working about this season is that I feel it just in writing these fucking recaps where it's like, Jesus Christ, that 30-second scene just introduced a completely new subplot. Like, they've been so dense. that It was nice to just have a breather to see, like professional reporter adina porter like luxuriating in like yeah. the power of these murders right. right well now the characters can breathe a little bit and we can kind of yes. get to see you and we finally are. have knocked out all of the low-hanging fruit of of the potential twists like now i genuinely don't know what's next do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's I, like, the, yes, I know what you mean. It's like the mysteries have been solved. So but now we still we have can, five more episodes, yeah, I think. Yeah, so now we can, you know, 
actually find out that Sarah Paulson's a witch who's been putting spells on the town. She's been the supreme the whole this whole time. Whole, I mean, they're all supposed to be connected. That's why, I mean, I was watching with my friends and we all thought, Gimp, wasn't that in, in the third seat in the, um, in the other season? The quote unquote Gimp? Yeah, yeah, On yeah. hooks? Yeah, that was really disgusting. So in the recap, we mentioned that Candyman Dermot Mulroney has an extracurricular activity. Yeah. But what it is, is he has some, again, their words, gimp hanging up in his attic on hooks. Yeah, like slowly tearing into his skin and he's like being pulled down by his own weight. I thought last episode was the most violent. This was the most violent thing this ever. This was disgusting. Disgusting, and I'm not easily uh, squirmish, but I was close. Well, squeamish? <laughs> no, squirmish. Okay. And uh, and I was, oh, those nails, one by one by one, and I felt I so mean, bad. I mean, the guy literally had probably like forty hooks in his skin. The the quote. We're we talking about that, or oh, the, you're talking about the talking nail about the gun nail to the head. Thing, yeah. Oh, God, well, both of those that. things was were both just. I've never seen anything like that before. It was, you know, it was. I think you even said because they play the video of Dermot Mulroney's murder on the news, and you were like, I can't. They would never be able to show this on local news, and I was like, I can't believe they can show this on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like get away with it. One thing I am excited about, like that the season is sort of unfolding. I don't love that now that literally every character except for Sarah Paulson is a part of the cult, it means that Sarah Paulson is still our, like, hero for the season and, like, probably our final girl once again. Yeah. But on the flip side, Adina fucking Porter is, like, she's officially my way into the show. Yeah. I love what, like, she's clearly, like, working to take her own control of the cult like she's pulling the string strings of evan peters's emotional life yes right and she is real good yeah yeah i mean she's definitely it's like a strong character you know and she she can do that and she's enjoying that rage Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, she's, she's, uh, what do you, what did you say? Like chewing the, the scenery? Oh, chewing up chewing the, scenery. the scenery. It's the exact thing I've been missing this season yeah, yeah. of just like. And she's giving it to you. She is giving you it. Wanna make the all. news? Stop being a bitch. Oh, God, I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ, how long are we gonna leave them in there? Oh, really? You wanna go against the man who gave us our lives back? No, no, of course not. I'm sorry. She's right, man. This is messed up. Like, next level twisted. We should let them out. You wanted to make the news? Stop being a bitch. Ave Santana's motherfucker. Oh, it's so good. Um, And so I was really excited to see uh, Kai's past. Oh, Kai, by the way. Because I was wondering what? Evan Peters' character is named Kai. I know. No, I know you know. It's it's more that I didn't know, and we have keep calling him. We Evan haven't Peters. been calling yeah, him yeah, Kai. Yeah. So just in case anyone's kind fused, whatever. <laughs> but I see. I was wondering. You know, it's like sometimes when you have like a fucked up villain, you don't you don't always get their past. You know, but it's nice to see where he psychologically stands. You know, and where he. Um, comes from. Because I guess. It, I still stand by it's he's not, not It a, doesn't make him a likable character at no, all. No, but he's not even like a likable villain. Like I think it would, I, I guess from an acting standpoint, it was 
it was great for him, for Evan, you know, to have this, to that Ryan Murphy's giving him these things that you know here's the. Here's the layers, the layers that you can delve yeah. into and, and play and know where it all comes from. And I just think back to the, like, um, when he, like, last episode when he was recruiting everybody. And the only recruitment that I actually believed was Billy Eichner's. Because I do think you could use gay baiting to convince a lonely, depressed, financially strapped gay man to join your just, cult. Did you just describe me? <laughs> or me. Honestly, it's my worst fear that some straight man's going to like totally well, pretend to yeah. be like, I just, I am vulnerable to join a, a charismatic straight yeah. man's cult. Yeah, well, that's a serious <laughs> issue too, you know? But the rest of them, I don't, like none of the other, especially Ivy. And even as she's like in the cult, she's showing like resistance in a way that everyone else is being punished for, but it just feels like, well, it's episode five, so... Evan Peters can't kill Ivy yet, even though it makes no sense for her to be in this situation in the way that she is. Well, and once you join a cult, you're screwed because, you know, they will kill you if you want to leave. Yeah. And your loved ones. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Because of the nail gun to the head. That was good. <laughs> Maybe this is what it is. I do. I wonder if the point is that everybody, liberals conservatives, whatever, in the election were tied into whatever personality cult. Like, I feel like this election more than any, no matter who you were supporting, because of how extreme everything became, whoever you were supporting became this, like... Cult of personality? Which I think is maybe the point of this season. Well, and I think it has a lot to do with our our the age, you know, the age we live in with media, where it's all we only really see cut cardboard cutouts of people so we like want to you know follow somebody on social media and we it's almost like joining you know it's joining their their club you know it's it's like we're drawn to personalities and not human beings anymore and donald trump was the epitome of a personality not to get political but i mean i don't yeah you know what i mean a cartoon character and not a human not an obama you know not to get political <laughs> Not to get political. Yeah, I just think let's that make America great again. Okay, and you're great. <laughs> that's the end of our show. <laughs> Ty and I are gonna have a little Long talk. talk. <laughs> okay, we're we're done. We're done. We, we did, did it again. Twenty minutes in and out, nice and easy. It's been wonderful and lovely. You know, there's so many things we didn't talk about. I know. I feel like I could do an entire podcast about Dermot Mulroney's ass. Yeah, that was sexy Which, as fuck. Ooh, even when he's torturing a oh, poor handicapped God. man, I still... Yeah, you know? and also, why the fuck does Sarah Paulson need a telescope to spy on the neighbors? Are we <laughs> at the planetarium? They meant it as an homage to Rear Window, except oh. that the house is literally like I know. 30 feet <laughs> away. Like, who are you? <laughs> She's on like a She's the Hubble telescope. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Tell your friends. Um, thank like you for our... all the fan letters. Oh, God. And requests well, for headshots. Oh, well, you know. Um, and remember to write us a review if you on iTunes. wouldn't mind. Yeah. Please. 
Five stars. You don't even have to mean it. Six stars. It's eight stars. Eighteen Every stars. Every single fucking star. All the stars. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next we'll week. And remember, week. in the meantime, we love you. seem less depressed.